and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, episode 45, Scruggsy on Fire. My name's TJ Davis, alongside Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today, Bugs Mom? I am doing pretty well. Uh, the aforementioned Bug is not here, but Wash is next to me, and he's purring for no reason whatsoever, actually. Because he loves his mommy, that's why. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give a shot at uh, introducing the beer today. Oh, man, you're already fucking up. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Told you I would. Uh, I am not radio announcer douchebag. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, is, what is beer number one today? Beer number one is Scruggsy on Fire. This is a collaboration between Bellflower Brewing out of Portland and primarily by, like, this one is put out by Blaze Brewing, which is in Biddeford. Uh, and so this is an IPA. I don't remember what the other hops are, but Scruggsy is original, originally a Bellflower beer that they, when they collaborated with Blaze, decided to replace the um, Enigma with Citra. Okay. I can get down with that. It makes me want to try the regular Scruggsy too, though, because well, yeah, that, that Enigma is one of those uh, hops that I feel like we're not seeing enough yet. Uh, yet it's been around for a number of years at this point. Oh, it's I, just I, never been wildly popular for some reason. Yeah, I, I know it's been around, but like, I feel like over the last you know fucking what five to seven years that it's gotten any notoriety we've had maybe like six beers with enigma maybe. yeah <laughs> i don't know it just doesn't seem to be anybody's favorite for some reason yeah um so all right yeah. so let's get into this shit yeah all right uh i'm gonna back well okay i can't really back my head away from the mic if i'm doing oh here then enough. then, then I'll, I'll 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 do the countdown oh, it's fine i can I, i'm used to spraying myself in the face i'll just fucking <laughs> spray myself in the face again um also that's what she said <laughs> yeah. all right three two one crack okay not the face the neck this time <laughs> changing it up oh man it it's, smells phenomenal yeah it's got a great scent it's got a great fucking color. Like, this is definitely New England IPA. Yeah, this looks less like orange juice, as many of because many of them do. This looks more like grapefruit juice, almost. Like, yeah. it's a little bit paler, but it's still nice and cloudy, and holy crap, the smell. Oh, yeah. If I were going to spray any beer on my neck to have to smell all night, this is not a bad choice. Oh, fuck yes. Actually, it kind of tastes like grapefruit juice. Yeah, definitely got some of those grapefruit juice vibes. I mean, not nearly as tart as like a grapefruit would typically be, or not really even tart, bitter, as a grapefruit usually is. So, uh, I think that's technically sour, not bitter. Hmm. I guess it's been well, a long time since I've had a grapefruit. Well, sour is a city, bit bitter is usually um, basicity. So higher pH versus lower pH, you know. Ah, oh, that is mighty tasty, though. 
like, again, it, it's not quite like the uh, smoothies where I can say it's juice, but like, yeah. it's still pretty goddamn much juice, but yeah. beer. Yeah. Like, juice without actual juice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come drink our juice, zero percent juice. But most, so it's like juicy juice, <laughs> but beer. I thought Juicy Juice had actual juice in it. There were plenty that did not, though. Oh, I thought the Juicy Juice was one of the ones with, like, even though juice is in our name, we contain no juice. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they actually had juice in their shit. Like, I think that that was a big selling point and why, like, every fucking 90s kid drank that shit. Because our parents were like, eh, they like it, and it's got at least some juice in it. Fuck it. Beats, like, Kool-Aid or whatever. Uh, sorry, man. I was all about the uh, Capri Suns back in the day. <laughs> Just stab me a pouch and suck it on out. <laughs> so for some reason, my mother never bought me Capri Suns. And it might have been like the fear of me like murdering them too often because I was frustrated about not like being able to get the stupid like straw in the thing. That does sound very much like a thing that you would do. I mean, I don't. Like, I, I'm i pretty calm until I reach a breaking point. I feel like doing Capri Suns repeatedly would probably make me reach a breaking point. I don't know. It might take, like, six months or something, but there would be some day where it would just be like, fuck this shit, and I just smash my fist down on it, and it sprays all over, and I'm like, there, now it's open. Although I'd probably cut it open with scissors. I, that just sounds way more badass to say that I would smash it. Sorry, folks, I'm feeling a lot of frustration at the moment because my asshole soon-to-be ex-roommate is just fucking blasting music. So I hope it's not showing up on my mic. So if, I hope not. if, if it is, then that's why, because of my shitty soon-to-be ex-roommate. Um, let's put it this way. I can't hear it, so... I, I, I can hear it so fucking loud right yeah, now. Yeah, because you're in your room. I'm telling you that I cannot hear it coming through your mic. That's why I'm saying I hope it's not coming through the mic. Yeah, and that's why I said I can't hear it. So theoretically, anything that is coming through your mic, I should be able to hear. Yes. Uh, I mean, thankfully the, oh, uh, thankfully, the only potentially shitty people that I'm going to be living with in the future are going to be children, so they at least have an excuse to be shitty. I'm not saying that they are shitty, it's just like, come on. I was a kid. Kids suck. Yeah. I mean, they suck if nothing else because they haven't learned how to not suck so hard. Yeah. So hey, like, hopefully I can uh, impart wisdom of cool uncle and be like, hey, you want to suck less? <laughs> or do you want to suck more? Uh... No, I know. No, no, no. I... <laughs> that that gets really, really. That's a conversation to be had after the really quickly. Maybe. Yeah, no, that that's still icky. Yeah. If you really want to market yourself, though, on OnlyFans. Oh <laughs> no! Moving on. So yeah. tasty beer, huh? Yeah. Um, no, this beer. This beer's pretty rad, and my god, we went off, off the rails almost immediately. Oh, so. yeah, no, we're, we're not even ten minutes in, and we're we're way off rails, so I'm trying to, like, reel us back in. Emily, I feel like you and I hung out not too long ago, and we drank some beers. 
I mean, I think what he's referring to is since, you know, that's what we're, we're mostly talking about is I throw myself a birthday party every year because I don't, I'm not trying to sound like, you know, I'm totally full of myself. It's more that like the thing I want most for my birthday is to spend time with a bunch of people that I like and care about. And, and, and beers. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it's like, usually a great time. I mean, I think everybody enjoys it. So. I mean, in essence, what you do is you hold a mini beer fest for close friends and family. Yeah. Which is why, you know, every time that we can celebrate your birthday, we drink a lot of different beers. We do. They don't all come from New England, but we're still going to talk about them because, you know, delicious, delicious beer. At least that first one on the list does partially come from New England, so, you know, yeah. it counts! It counts! Um, so, the the first one that we had for Emily's birthday was Busy as Daggy. Daggy? Daggy? Whatever. I would, I would say Daggy. Daggy. Yeah, that's, that's what I initially thought. It's a fruited sour from tripping animals out of Doro, Florida, but it was brewed in collaboration with Deciduous Brewing Company. It's a Berliner Weiss style conditioned with black currant, blackberry, and mangoes. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was real tasty. Not as tasty as Emily thought it was, but I think that for me, part of that is just, I, I don't terribly care for mango. Uh, yeah, this was, I mean... The fruit flavors came across in this one very strongly. So, like, yeah, if you're not a huge mango fan, like, it might be off-putting for that reason. But, like, I was highly impressed. I feel like Tripping Animals is one of those breweries that I've heard a lot of, you know, just good rumblings about. And I just never had a chance to have their stuff before. And uh, we all know how much Deciduous fucking rules, so... Yeah, like, we, we, we have featured them on this show a lot so far, and we're only yeah. a year in, and like, not just talked about their beers, they have been a featured beer for at least, what, like, if not both beers in an episode, at least a beer in an episode, like six times at this point? Something like that. At yeah, least. there's, I mean, I, I, the definitive, you could say the same. Like, we definitely have fucking go-tos, if you can't tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, also our go-tos are pretty fucking bomb.com. Oh my god, you actually said that. Um, mm -hmm. Indeed but... I did. I thought for a second about not saying it, and then I just went with it. It's like, if, <laughs> if you like the kind of stuff that, that we like, uh, it is not a bad idea to hit up, like, the places that we clearly like the best, because they do really, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, next up, we're still outside of New England, but instead of being in Florida, we're now in Iowa? Um, is that where they're from? Yeah, IA is Iowa, right? Yes. Uh, Toppling Goliath out of Decorah, Iowa. This one was their Strawberry Shortcake Fandango from their Fandango series, and it tasted like you know, fucking strawberries, vanilla cake, and whipped cream, and like, holy fucking shit balls! I love this. <laughs> so did I. I really did. I was really impressed. Like, every single flavor was on point for what I wanted it to be in this beer, and 
yeah, fucking... Honestly, I'm not that disappointed with, like, pretty much anything I've had from Toppling Goliath. I think it's some of their stouts that I've had have been, like, a little much, but still tasty. I think I also lean away from their IPAs a little because they definitely, I mean, again, I, I became like a hardcore New England IPA person and I don't think that that's what they do most of the time. No, they definitely are trying to do, from what I remember of their IPAs, they're trying to do more of, it's not East Coast, it's not West Coast, it's Midwest. Like trying to make their own type of IPA, which I can respect, but it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to love it. Yeah. But like their soury stuff, like specifically their fandango. Yeah. Um cuz what's what's the fucking what's the one that's like haterade? Cuz they have one that's like haterade. Do they? Dragon fandango? Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. It is also like incredibly delicious. I like again, I would say when comparing like haterade to uh, uh, Superman Punch. Yeah. The Dragon Fandango comes in between those two. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that, that was another beer outside of New England that you can try that's fucking delicious. Indeedly do. Want to dip back into New England? Sure. Let's dip back into New England. So the next one is Cherry Marshmallow Hopsicle Sour from White Lion Brewing out of Springfield, Mass. Um, so we previously had the blueberry version of this. Um, I can't exactly remember how I felt about the blueberry, but I think the I think the cherry was maybe slightly preferential to me simply because I, I tend to be much more of like a cherry everything all the time, always yeah. kind of person. But I mean, I've had... I think I've now only had three beers from White Lion, and like I like this the hop this hopsicle sour series. I th- wish the flavors were a bit stronger. Huh? Apparently, I like the blueberry more than I liked the um, cherry, which kind of surprises me because usually I lean cherry. But yeah, no, the best thing that we've had from them has been that carnival candy kettle sour. Like, yeah, that, that shit, shit is bonkers. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we actually, I, I don't know if we even bothered checking it in, but I did actually have one of those at the party because, like, I knew no one else had had it besides the two of us. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting something I've had before because I want other people to try this shit. Yeah, you, you motherfuckers need to try this. <laughs> but yeah, I, like, I like the cherry one. I didn't like the cherry one as much as you. Again, it surprises me because I will usually lean more in the direction of a tart cherry over a blueberry. Yeah. But it just, the flavors didn't come through quite how I wanted it to. And it might've been like a little bit of title bias. Cause if your name is Hopsicle, I want yeah. some fucking hop flavor in there. And, well, and like, there's yeah. none. No, there's none. It's just a cutesy name. Yeah. Uh, next up, we are still inside of New England, hey, but this time we're in Braintree, Mass, at Widowmaker Brewing. We had another Blender Ender, but this time it was with blueberry, mango, tangerine, vanilla, and lactose, and holy shitballs, this did not fucking disappoint. Yeah, not at all. 
nothing from this series has disappointed, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I think that there was one that we cared for a little bit less, but... Yeah, but it's not like... it. I don't, I don't think it... I think it just ranked a little bit lower. I don't think I've ranked any of these, like, under a four. Yeah. I'm not sure if we've ranked any of these underneath a 4.25. Yeah, because this one I gave a 4.5. Yeah, I was so. 4.5 on this one as well. Like, it like, was fantastic. Yeah. And, like, again, I know that I... I feel like... is. Is this like the year of the mango? Because I feel like there's mango in like fucking everything for sours these days. But I really enjoyed this one a lot. And like while the mango came through, it wasn't uh, it wasn't detracting from any of the other flavors in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is my cat? Hang on a second. Hold right. please. You talk. You, you talk for All a right. second. Well, I got I, The I'm cat is talk. making noises like he's trying to get into the trash can, which is an yeah. entirely yeah. new thing. No, no. You, you go handle. I'm going to talk about the next beer from Tennessee, from Nashville, Tennessee. Comes to us from Southern Grist Brewing Company. This was a marshmallow peanut butter blueberry jelly hill. I'm guessing the jelly hill is their uh, series. But this is a fruited sour ale with lactose, marshmallow, peanut butter, and blueberry puree. And yeah, it was fucking mighty tasty. Um, and we enjoyed it as well. Uh, it was more peanut butter powder. It could have used more and probably would have made it better. But it was still, it was still like better side of decent. Yes. I, I, all I agreed with was that last part, but you're right. And, uh. Just as an explanation for you listeners, Wash was not trying to get in the trash can. He was trying to get up on top of my kitchen island so he could uh, acquire <laughs> flowers for munching. <laughs> All right. Maybe your mom's right. Maybe he is a little fat because if he can't even get up on that counter, he's probably a little fat. <laughs> well, no. Um, he's never been... As he got older and bigger, he never he he has not been a good jumper. I don't think that his strength has increased quite as much as his just overall bulk and weight has, like even without fat. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, why does it sound like somebody's opening my trash can? Oh shit. Cuz child eat flowers. Yes. That's why you should just get a mint plant for him to eat. <laughs> I mean, he has actually started chewing on the basil some. Oh. <laughs> it's like, why suddenly now? All right. Do you want to introduce the next beer? Nah, I'm going to make you do all the work. All right. Yeah, I can do it. Um,. Because uh, I've reached a point where I wasn't checking in stuff from your party, so now I'm like checking in the stuff I didn't check in. Oh, good. Um, so outside of New England again, um, we had Grandma's Boy Shiro Plums, the 2021 version of Grandma's Boy, apparently from Bellwoods Brewery in Toronto, Ontario. Eh, outside of the country, even. Um, and Actually, there's a bunch of stuff I didn't check in, I think. 
now I'm like, cause I, this feels way too soon to have gotten to this. No. Cause there's a bunch of stuff that we had, um, drunk that we had already checked in before over that period. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because after this, we, we've got something else and then a couple of allegations that you've been sitting on for a while. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Grandma's Boy is a wild ale that is aged in oak voters for the better part of a year. Um, so this is, like, this reminded me why I used to really be partial to wilds over like a lot of there were a lot of early sours that were a lot more boring um and wilds are basically always interesting even if you don't add anything to them because of that like funky brett character like you don't just get the the sourness you get like that funk and like my god man like this this like this didn't like blow me out of the water more than like any other wild I've ever had or anything, but like, it was just, it was, it was a solid wild and I just haven't had one for a while. Yeah. It was super refreshing to have a wild again because <coughs> I know it had been a while for me as well, but, and we actually had a couple other ones, mighty but... tasty, but we, we had, we had better ones. Um, before we get to better ones, we also had a beer from Beowulf Brewing out of Amesbury, Mass., called Polyamorous Cabal. I love the name. I liked the beer. Yeah. Once again, I mean, like, Beowulf hasn't done a lot of stuff that has really, like, challenged my palate. But, like, it had been kind of a long time since I'd had a good, like, farmhouse ale or saison. And, like, I thought this one was pretty solid in terms of just the style. Yeah, no, I, like... Style specific, it was probably like a four point seven five, as well, just like sort of well four point five style specific though, as I mean, just like a basic fucking farmhouse though, like yeah, it was yeah, it, it did what it was doing well. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't anything amazing. It, it wasn't reinventing the wheel. Yeah, it wasn't like figuring out that I can bake a loaf of bread, cut it into slices, and then recook those slices. And have it be delicious. Mm-hmm. Toast. <laughs> Boom, motherfucker. I, toast is such a weird concept, and, and I love it. Um, do you want to introduce our next uh, balls beer? So, our next balls beer was a beer that we were originally thinking of doing as a, uh, bonus, a bonus, yeah, yeah. but we couldn't figure out how to make one bottle work for two people who record separately. So we didn't do that. We cracked it open at my party. Um, The first one we had was the 2012 edition of Cool Ship Cerise from Allagash. Um, This one, so both this and the next one I picked up at, I think it was, I can't remember if it was their, they have a seller day. Allagash has a seller day every year where they like give you like they put online a list of all the crap that they're pulling out of their cellar and you know so what's going to be available for sale um so I think I did I think I picked these up in 2021 um and again like sounds right yeah no it must have been 2021 because we were planning to have it with somebody else 
Yes. Yes. Um, so for those of you who don't know, a cool ship is basically like a specialized pan that you leave open to the air that allows uh, wild, like natural wild yeast from the brewing space to enter the beer to ferment it, um, or at least partially. Um, and cool ships are not a common thing in this country. And like I, they require very, very strict controls. That's that's why they're not a common thing in this country is usually uh, something like that, given that it's a large investment. Well, it, given regulations, it's hard to get it passed to meet the specific regulations that one must meet in this country. It's like, I would love to have me some fucking like some bomb ass gooey as fuck like stinky as hell like New Zealand goat cheese but I cannot get it imported to this country because it does not meet regulation standards Ooh. yeah but at least generally speaking uh, a you're not gonna get like you shouldn't get physically ill from a any beer that's made in a cool ship even if they have terrible practices uh, uh un unpasteurized cheese could actually kill you. It's not highly likely to, but the fact that it's a possibility means why do it? I welcome the challenge. <laughs> Look, man, Listeria might be cute on a microscope, but it's not fucking cute in your body. That's true. Listeria is really cute on a microscope. <laughs> is it like it, it's not just a risk of death from something like listeria? You're also looking at potential for like lifelong paralysis and shit. So even if you don't die, you oh. might just yeah, yeah. Don't no. Don't M more more likely than not, I would just have like mild paralysis, and that's yeah, which no you fun. don't really want. Yeah, it's not worth it to eat cheese once. My my legs are already shit as it is. I I don't need paralysis to aid that. No shit. All right. Uh, do you want to? Oh, and I should mention that this. So this is the cool ship beer, Cerise. If you don't, if you, because I'm, I just glossed over that because you know, but not everybody knows French. Cerise is French for cherry. It, it's uh, a, it's a cherry lambic. Yeah. Jesus no, it, d delicious. <laughs> I don't want to assume everybody knows that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Fucking, uh, do you want do you want to introduce the next one too? That was even more awesome. Yeah. So, do you remember the next what year one? it was? I do not. Um, actually, I probably still have the bottle. I mean, I could go pop out and look if you want, but I don't know that it matters a whole hell of a lot. I don't think there were separate entries for this one, so I assumed that it was only made once, or that the years were immaterial or something. I'm gonna. Go out on a short limb and guess it's 2017. Yeah, that's probably a good guess. So, this is a dark. I guess oh, technically. Oh no! no. A... Wait, wait, no! I'll I'll do this. Okay. So, uh, ganache, uh, the liquid equivalent of biting into a raspberry-filled dark chocolate cake. Aromas suggesting mixed berry and roasty cocoa meld with flavor notes of raspberry, cherry, and subtle coffee. Even without the addition of chocolate, ganache grain gains a co its cocoa notes from a robust grain 
robust grain bill featuring special B caramel malt, raw wheat, oats, our two-row base malt, midnight wheat, and black malt. This dark burgundy-colored beer is fermented in stainless with both our house yeast and bretomycin. Bretomyces clasenii. Clasenii? Clasenii? I'm not sure if you double I. Both. Yes, you do. Trust me. So I? So I, I don't know if it's clasenii or clasenii. I think it's clasenii. Before aging on fresh local raspberries, no utensils necessary. That's a great description. I love it. That was fucking bomb. Oh man, that was so fucking delicious. I'm not sure what exactly kept it from being a five for both of us, but it was still a 4.75 for both of us. I think that like there was a slight astringency from the raspberry and that's what kept it from being a five, but I, I can't even fucking remember. I don't remember either. That was bomb as hell. Oh man, it was so fucking good. Uh, next up after that, we're outside of New England. We're in Ferndale, Michigan, drinking ourselves a, like it says cider, but it's a mead, right? No, it is not a mead. It is it, actually it is a, a cider. cider. Huh. So a hard cider with raspberry and lemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Punk Lemonade from Bee Nectar Meadery. Oh, they started off as mostly just meads and they've spread into ciders, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, hey, it's one of those cider houses slash meaderies that I think most of the things that we've had from them have been pretty fucking tasty. And yeah. while I will now be checking this in, like, it wasn't bad. It's just, you know, I wanted I wanted more. Like, none of their stuff yeah. has been, like, super impressive. Well, like, some of their meats have been kind of impressive. Yes. But that's also, you know, eight years ago us talking about yeah. their meats. Like so, Necromangonomicon. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, again, I just remember that one because of name. It's a great name, but that was also pretty damn tasty, if I remember right. Yeah, wasn't that like Mango Habanero or some shit? Something like that. But yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing. And it was it, it, it was pretty tasty. And then uh, I had some solo beers on my birthday because we didn't make it to any of the stouts during my party. Um, next one, I believe, is also outside New England. I am correct. Uh, it is How Now Brown Cow with Coffee and Maple from Aslan Beer Company in Alexandria, Virginia. Um, I, solid. You checked me in on that. Did I? Did I? Oh. That with you. Oh, I think that I, I think I checked. Yes, I did. You did not drink that with me. I was I'm just so used to tapping you. Uh, that makes sense. And you were like, why the fuck did you tag me in that? So I stopped. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Well, because it's one of the ways that I can remember to if I haven't checked it in is if you tag me in it, then that means that we drank it together. So, when yeah, you, you also don't really want to rely on me to do that correctly. I mean, I'm usually the beer pourer at these things. <laughs> yeah, but you know you weren't here on my birthday because I had to work. Yeah. Nope. Disappointing. We got you your favorite thing. Disappoint- Disappointment. 
Also, How Now Brown Cow is a solid reference to the 1960s British Avengers TV show. Nothing to do with Marvel's Avengers. It was a, uh, it was kind of a fucking James Bond ripoff. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw any of it, but I'm aware of its existence. Oh, there was a, like, mid to late 90s American remake movie of the series that starred uh, Uma Thurman and Ray Fiennes, maybe? It wasn't terrible, but it was one of those things that came out around the same time as, like, uh, The Extraordinary Gentleman. That just sort uh, of all blended into the same hodgepodge. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. That would explain why I don't remember it. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The movie so bad it made Sean Connery quit acting. I keep trying to adjust my bra. Hot. Do it closer to the mic. Maybe we'll get some. Uh, maybe we'll get some perverts. Hey, um, perverts, we love you. Uh, yeah. You sign up for our Patreon for the low, low price of $3,000 a month. Emily will send you a pair of underwear. I'm not going to say they're used because they're not going to be. She's just going to send you a pair of new underwear for $3,000 a month. Chumps. <laughs> I love, I mean, we could always say like, she'll send you a picture of a boob and all I'll do is like send a picture of like the healing <laughs> scar. <laughs> Who wants to see some Frankenboob? Oh, I, I was figuring you'd just, like, send him a picture of me. Boob. I mean... <laughs> actually, we'll give you the choice. You can either see one one part of my boob that should, will not include nipple that is just, you know, a surgical scar, or you can see TJ's boobs in their full glory. Oh, I, I wasn't even saying that. But, hey, yeah, 3000 bucks a month? I'll fucking send you a picture of my nipples. <laughs> there you go. So there we go, guys. We're, we're, we're getting our tears on um, fucking Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R for New England Beer Reviews. If you would like to give us any money is patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. <laughs> that, that's our... Uh, mid-episode commercial break as we finish our beers uh yeah i mean i have to admit that that well there's your problem does that a hell of a lot better than us apparently emily still has a lot of beer left so maybe you should talk so well fucking everything else to talk about is stuff you drank on your birthday well you introduce it and i can fucking comment on it all right cool man so another thing that Emily had on her birthday was another stout. This time it's a pastry stout from Mass Landing. Yes, that's right, folks. We are back in New England in Westbrook, Maine. Woo! Shout out to Westbrook! This beer is called Save Your Forks. Because um, it is a burnt caramel, cinnamon, vanilla, savory and decadent drinking experience. I that's mean, not an uh, that's an apt description actually it sounds like it'd be good mm -hmm. 
Was it like? I think I'm also just kind of a sucker for cinnamon in general. I mean, you are, and and caramel and vanilla. So yep, it does sound like something that would be up your alley. Of, uh, I mean, fuck me, I I probably enjoy it too. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um. So kind of like a, almost like a creme brulee, a la mode. Kind of. I mean, creme brulee actually includes all of those flavors, except possibly the cinnamon. I don't remember if you actually put cinnamon in creme brulee normally. I don't think you do. No, I don't think you do. No, there totally is, like, a spice in there. Is there? Yeah. I thought it was more or less just a vanilla custard with, like, caramelized sugar on top, but... Eh, it could be. I've never actually made a creme brulee. I've brulee I. I, I've bruleed a creme brulee multiple times, and actually burnt my fingers doing it while I worked at the Aegean. Sweet. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I always enjoyed cracking the top of them more than I enjoyed eating them. Ah, that's why you're like, can I stab your creme brulee and then just hand it back to me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, another birthday beer, because apparently 39 is the year of the stout. No, it was just the fact that that's what was left in my fridge. Uh, I... I know, but I was trying to, like, build it up. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's yet another stout. <laughs> uh, this one, we are in Portland, Maine, at Foundation. Man, uh, like, all right, quick aside. I feel like Foundation is one of those breweries that we keep on giving more of a chance than we should. But then every time that we feel like, ah, oh, you know what? I think I'm just kind of done. We'll have this one more. And it's like... Fuck, man. That one more. It's it's showing more of what you can do. I just mm -hmm. wish you did more of this more. Yeah. Um, I will say this about Foundation. I, I find that, like, their sours are a little hit or miss, but, like, especially the My Jam series. I mean, um, more so the jam packed over just oh, the yeah. regular jams. Like, but the, my, the, jam, I mean, the, the regular jams, they're all right. But like, usually, the regular jams usually have a lot of the complaints that I feel like I have about them. That I want more. They're and kind like, of getting the jam better at packs, that. Pack it more. Mm -hmm. oh, goddamn allergies. Between yeah, like perfume and hairspray and pollen and dust from moving my allergies are kicking my fucking ass oh yeah uh <sighs> my nose just runs all year round now because it's either cold or there's something that's assaulting me with like pollen yeah well i mean pollen dust and dander i'm yeah. fucked year round these days it's just some days are worse than others because artificial scents really fuck with my allergies apparently yeah I'll, I'll, artificial scents can really get to me too depending on what the what they're using in particular the cheaper it is the more likely it is to make me make my sinuses angry and like make me sneeze so stay away from me with your fucking bath and body works bullshit please yeah no nah, just like fuck off with bath and body works in general I don't know, it like, didn't it, used to you... bother me as much when I was younger, but, like, the older I get, the more sensitive I get to shit like that. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the reasons why pretty much everything that I use in the shower these days is lush. Because yeah. I, I know that I'm not going to be dealing with artificial scents 
they do use some artificial notes for certain things, but they are always blended with essential oils. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah. We were taught. I used to work for Lush, folks, in case you, well, uh, I don't think, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. Why the hell would I remember anything I've said in the other 44 episodes of this show ever? Oh. Uh, I remember I've used uh, Dear Listeners a bunch. Yeah. All right, so the one from Foundation that you had, it's called their Torcha Special. Isn't it Tort Spectacular? Tort Spectacular. Because <laughs> I can read good. <laughs> Me fail English? That impossible. <laughs> So, cocoa, raspberry, and vanilla are layered atop our rich milk stout base. Um, I mean, again, it it sounds like it would be good, but I'm guessing with foundation. No, this flavors... was actually pretty solid. Okay. What did I give this? A four. Yeah, I gave the other two that we just talked about a four, and I liked both of them quite a bit. Like, same here. Like, I don't. I don't, it's not like, holy crap, this is the best stout I've ever had. But like, man, this is like, it was a solid offering from Foundation. I think that they're in general getting better. I think it's really like, on the whole, their IPAs don't really do it for me. Mm -hmm. But like, they, I still try them because sometimes they do. I don't know. I don't know until I try a thing. Exactly. I, just li I like it better when I can go to Foundation and like, get a flight and try things without having to like, buy a four pack. Oh, yeah. I, I feel you, man. Like, even when you're doing, like, mix-pick packs, it's still, yeah. like, 16 ounces of the beer that you have to go through then instead of, you know, five. Right, but I would still rather that than, you know, like... A, <laughs> a like, four-pack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rather than 64 ounces. But, yeah. Um... Again, one of the better offerings that I've had from Foundation um, in recent memory. Um, yeah, I, I actually was ple really pleasantly surprised. Nice. Like, nice. the raspberry and the chocolate both come through very nicely. And the vanilla kind of just rounds out the flavor. Awesome. Sip, 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 sip. Oh, sip, sip. Sip. Oh. I have to come up for air, asshole. <laughs> sip, 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 sip. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Dick. <laughs> hey, man, I got to keep myself entertained some way while I have no beer. Oh, my God. TJ, put that away. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just stand up. Why is your dick out? Because I wanted you to see it. I've seen it enough. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm just thinking about like Jeffrey Tubin and how he still has a fucking job at CNN, even though he whipped his dick out on a fucking business Zoom call. And it's like, seriously, man, I don't give a shit if you were like yanking it just before. At least, like, put on some fucking pajama pants so no that, shit. like, the hog ain't out if for some reason you forget that you're wearing pants and on video while standing up. But, like, again, it seems like it's purposeful. Yeah. 
Like, I don't. How I don't does understand. he still have a job at CNN? Yeah, because like, honestly, man, how do you forget that you're not wearing pants? Because like, I'm pretty sure that if I were sitting in my computer chair with no pants on, I would be acutely aware of my naked butt on the fucking computer chair. If I was sitting here with no pants on, I would be acutely aware of my naked butt and my nuts on the chair. Like, actually, the nuts might tell me more than the butt. Because the butt will warm up the chair. But, like, I I would still be aware that I'm not wearing pants. Or yes. even underwear. Like... Yes. It, it, it's a non-excuse. Uh-huh. Like, he knew what he was doing. He should be blacklisted for that. Totally. So, yeah. Fuck you, Jeffrey Tubin. Uh, so, beer number two today comes to us from Granite Roots Brewing out of somewhere in New Hampshire. Uh, is it listed? No. Troy, New Hampshire. I haven't the fucking, cl- uh, the first clue of where the hell Troy is. Well, given that it has a hole punch on a map of New Hampshire, I'm going to guess, uh, There's southwestern corner. Ah, uh, okay, so it's over by, like rattleboro and shit yeah shit like that like keen ish um so this is their trail candy double ipa uh it features mosaic Rakao, and simcoe hops are you ready to crack are you ready to crack yes sweet three two one crack. Hey, remember to like lean back. <laughs> All right, pouring it. I can already tell you this is not a New England style IPA. Yeah, it's way too clear. Way too clear. Oh yeah. I don't even know if it advertises itself as such, though. Oh, no, it just says it's a double IPA. But, like, come on, you're a double IPA, you're made in New England, and people will kind of just sort of assume you're a New England IPA. This definitely does not have anywhere near the bite of something like a West Coast, though. Oh, not, it. not at all. It um, has a surprising sweetness to it for me. It does. Um, I would say that... This leans in the direction of, I would almost call it like a somewhat filtered New England style IPA because the flavor profile is closer to a New England style. It just doesn't have quite the same body and it doesn't have like as much, it doesn't have like the mouthfeel influence, but like the flavor, it's very much distinctly not very bitter at all. It's definitely more in line with what people expect from a New England style IPA, it just doesn't. Oh, I, I don't know, man. Like, as I was pouring it, I didn't think that it was, but like, I hold it up in front of light, and it's pretty goddamn opaque, actually. Yeah, it's just quite. It's a quite a bit darker than I would normally expect, but it it. I don't think it's quite as unfiltered as some because I like if you look at the very bottom of my glass, like you can see a little bit of light coming through, where a lot of times you can't. Edit all um 
but like it's got a it's yeah. got a significant amount of opacity actually. Which again, wicked surprising given how it looked as I was pouring. Yeah. I mean, again, I get a little bit more bitterness than I do with some New England style IPAs, the the previous beer included. But like, I've had New England style IPAs that were distinctly supposed to be a New England style IPA that had quite a bit more bitterness than this even. This is um, surprisingly easy drinking. I have not had a lot from Granite Roots. I think I... I think I first discovered them on a site visit. Well, when I was doing my tourist crap that I do after a site visit, I think the first time I ever bought something from them, I bought it from Burt's Better Beers back when they were still in Hooksit. Okay. And they were in that little strip mall. Now they're in still in a strip mall, but they're in a, a big, different much bigger strip spot. mall. <laughs> they're in a bigger, better spot. It, well, and, and it's, it's, it's still on the hooks side of Manchester, but I think it's in Manchester now. Ah, uh, all right. But yeah, I think that's back when Granite Roots was probably pretty new because they they only had shit in like those like sixty like sixteen or twenty ounce bottles. Like it wasn't a bomber. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like the the sort of bottles that fucking um, um, Framinghammer comes in. Yes, yes, that size. Wow, you've already got the hiccups. Sweet. It might well, just be one. Let's wait. Well, we're 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 forty nine minutes in, so that's all, folks. No, fucking how? Next up, well, because we're just fucking bullshitting a lot. I'm gonna guess that we're not gonna have a lot of take a lot of time for any fucking pop culture, but we got like. A lot of our weird shit out of the way relatively early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, next up, Emily, you drank more beers on your birthday? How dare you? I it was, was another one more. It was another stout? Oh, and it was called it, it was called Bernie's Smitten Mittens from Four Quarters out of Vermont, out of Winooski, Vermont. But yeah. Bernie's Smitten Mittens. It's a cute I as mean, fuck name. <laughs> it is a cute as fuck name. I mean, with that name, I expected it to be fucking amazing, and it was okay. Like, Four Quarters is another one of those breweries that, like, their shit is very hit or miss for me. Like, it's usually either, like, this is great, or, like, this is pretty fucking mediocre. Like, because yeah. the flavors that they're tra- that they're talking about just aren't coming through all that well. All right, so then I gotta ask you, like, it says milk stout with milk, sugar, maple syrup, chocolate chips, cocoa, graham cracker, and marshmallows. What? I would argue that none of that comes through super well. Wow. Um, in the sense that, like, so you have to remember that you can get chocolate flavors to come through from, like, malts. And the chocolate flavor wasn't so much more pronounced that you would, if, like, if somebody was, like, so do you think this has chocolate in it? It would be like actual chocolate in it. It would be kind of like, I don't know, maybe I feel like I have a 50-50 shot of being right here. Like it definitely doesn't like the, the there's not like a lot of extra chocolate character to it. Um, I certainly didn't get a ton of graham cracker off of it. Marshmallow didn't really come through all that much. Like it wasn't an unpleasant beer to drink by any means. It mm-hmm. just like, I don't think any of the flavors came through particularly well. 
But like, come on, man, was I not going to like, I don't even know if I looked that one up before buying it. I think I was like, I have to fucking try this. I don't care if it's bad or not. Oh, yeah. No, I I don't. I don't. Especially given what the description of it says, that is something that you would be like, yoink. I mean, that and like, I don't. That was an incorrect choice of words on my part. It was not bad. It was just not everything I wanted it to be, and certainly not everything it could have been. Yeah. It's like, there are times where it's like, I understand that stouts can be hard to flavor because they generally have a fairly intense flavor profile on their own. But like, if you're going to add shit to a stout, fucking compensate for that, man. Like, it's like that that one that we had forever ago that was um, from some uh whatever i it's some place in rhode island the one that was like a supposed to be like a chocolate mint stout and it was like dude mint is one of the hardest flavors to cover up and i can barely taste it yeah i know what you're talking about like as a person who has had to try to cover mint because there are i don't know if they still do this but there used to be a like a I don't know it was like a bucket product line that pharmacies who did any compounding at all would would sometimes pick up and it allowed you to change the flavor of liquid medications there is one liquid medication that uses mint and the only flavor in that entire like you had like a shitload of flavor options the only one in that entire thing that would cover it was grape and it would barely cover it it would take taste like minty grape that sounds so fucking gross it it yeah i I, it's like dude just fucking just 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 take it straight i think it was uh the lick well then again i don't know if it's even available anymore because it was liquid renitidine um yeah i think i'd rather just take the fucking mint hit yeah exactly but i mean kids get kids are picky so that's why that flavor system exists um but yeah no mint is like a really strong flavor. Like, if you can't get that to come through, what the fuck are you doing wrong? Yeah. But, especially, again, I wish I could remember what the fuck it was. But it was like, no, I want this to taste like fucking Thin Mint, and it doesn't. It didn't even come close. No, not at all. Um, alright, let's keep on keeping on. I don't know, we're fucking 54 in. You know, let's at least get through this beer that I'm, like, super depressed disappointed that i didn't get to try because i don't know what the fuck tiger's blood tastes like but oh yeah you weren't there sorry uh, i wasn't there uh the last beer that we're going to talk about today is outside of new england from berlin maryland it comes to us from burley oaks brewing company it's tiger's blood snowball dream from their dream series Mm mm-hmm Tell me about it. What the fuck is Tiger's Blood? I'm sure I could, like... I'm sitting here going, didn't we have a dream the night of my birthday that apparently I never checked in? Because that was amazing. Um, wasn't the dream we had on your birthday a dream that we had already had? No. Huh. Well, you may want to go through your empties then. (sighs) Do you know (laughs) how many I have? Um, Yeah. I guess we'll talk about it at a later date, because I'm sitting here thinking, like... Man, that was the best dream I had. Wait, we didn't even talk about that. Fuck. Yeah, I need to check that in because that was 
probably my favorite beer at night. But, you know. So you're party. right. There are things that we missed. So, um, the, the Tiger's Blood Snowball is a snow cone inspired sour ale with tiger's blood. I do not fucking remember what tiger's blood is exactly. It's some kind of fucking fruit flavor that I think is more common in like uh, a, a, a Asian cu- cuisine or something. Sounds um, about right. It's a combination of watermelon, strawberry, and coconut. That sounds okay. awesome. Yeah, this was that was pretty solid. I feel like I've had other dreams that I have liked better. I mean, even excluding the one that we aren't able to talk about, but like this was pretty solid. <gasps> pretty much everything everything from that series happens to be and um yeah, I got I I got a can of this from my dear friends Brittany and John. Um Actually, well, John, because he's the beer drinker. Uh, he was like, he texted me and was like, "Hey, I, uh, I got some, ti- I got my hands on some tiger's blood," and I'm like, "Well, what?" Cool. <laughs> I was just like, "Ah, oh, cool," and he's like, "I'll save you a can." I'm like, "Ah, oh, cool," and then I'm like, "The fuck is tiger's blood?" Because there's like, it's not the only beer that uses tiger's blood, but that's all he described it as, and it was like, dude. You're acting like you're not giving me enough information here, but like it wasn't that hard to figure out what he what he was probably talking about. But still, cool. Um, oh, I was gonna shout out to John if he listened to us, but we'll shout out to you if you join our Patreon. <laughs> That's patreon.com backslash n e b r. <laughs> like I know that Brittany's at least listened to one episode. I don't know if John listens to us at all. Well, he should listen to the next one, because the next one we're going to talk about some beers we drank with him. Indeedly do. Indeedly do. But we're not wrapping up quite yet. I'm not sure what else we have. Actually, you know what? No. I'm going to give a uh, TJ's super short, eh, I can't even say spoiler free on this one, but newish movie review. I watched a movie today. Kel Supreme. Wow. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, it was called The Seed. It's a Shutter exclusive flick, so you know, check out Shutter.com. It's uh, it's a streaming service that specializes in nothing but horror. So of course, I fucking watch it as the horror freak that I am. Uh, but The Seed, it's it was actually pretty rad. It's very. Nice. Um, it's very, uh, it made me think of like something else I saw recently that I can't remember the name of, but entirely different than what this movie was. Just sort of like, wow, this movie is like wicked 80s, but today, and I like it. Because it was definitely like, it's, it's an alien insemination horror. Ah. Yeah. Which is something that like was very kind of big in the 80s um but yeah it was really it was really well done it was it was well shot like it's got some good fake outs it's got some good scares it was it was a solid 90 minute watch so 
given that like that was a popular thing in the 80s how many gen xers do you think have like that kind of shit as a kink and don't realize why um a lot probably i mean i all right so if we're gonna get into kink talk for a second i think that there are a lot of different like sub kinks that have been that were potentially bored out of 80s insemination horror. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, you not only have, like, the people who are, who have, like, the pregnancy kink, because I'm guessing yeah. that that definitely fits in there as well, but you probably also have people who have certain insertion kinks as well. Mm, yeah. Uh, especially with, like, the whole bad dragon line and how some of their items have um, interesting shapes not just interesting shapes but interesting abilities really oh yeah because there are some man maybe i'm showing like way too much of no i mean i i i'm i'm not gonna lie my personal i've perused the the background website i've just never noticed that they do any they there is I don't think it's like their alien line. I, I don't know their product line well enough. I've just seen. Nor do I. I've just seen a lot of items that I can easily recognize as bad dragon items used. Yeah. Uh, one of those items, though, does have an ability to have not just. So, like, you know how they have, like, the uh, ones that have, like, the syringes that you can, like, pump the fake cum into? No. So that is, that's a thing out I there. I was today years old when I learned that was a thing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's a whole subgenre of porn that's uh, essentially like, I guess, cream queen would be the way to put it. Oh, yeah. I was aware of the existence of like fake cum, but that was actually a relatively new uh, thing for me to learn. I think I learned that in like a Reddit thread randomly. I also love how, like, the end of this episode, we're going full X-rated. I like it. Um, so if you're underneath the age of 17, you probably shouldn't be listening why are, to this. Yeah, why are you <laughs> listening to this at all? You can't even <laughs> drink legally. It, you're closer to being able to buy sex toys than drink. Yes. Uh, legally. There's another line that they have that has an ability to push egg-shaped things inside of what? you. What? What? And, and then, and then, like, people can essentially kegel them out? That sounds like a recipe for a trip to the emergency room, but, Oh, indeed you know. it does, but it exists. But yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of weird kinks that were bore out of, like, Late seventies, early eighty, early eighties exploitation horrors. Ew. Yeah. So yeah, that's been a uh, sex talk with us. If you have any more sexual questions, just subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash nevr and or just start googling whatever your questions are, and you <laughs> yeah. will not be horrified by the answer that you find at all. Oh, you might be horrified by the answer you find. <laughs> all right. If you need if you need any more answers, just go to lemonparty.com. Ah!
I, I guarantee <laughs> you, if you go to lemonparty.com, you will find all the answers you seek. Yeah, it's when it, it's a it's a website that's all about all the parties that Don Lemon throws. That's all it is, I swear. Yeah, I mean, fucking it's Don Lemon, man. Who doesn't want to party with Don Lemon? I want to party right? with Don Lemon. Apparently so do a bunch of old men. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, don't don't go to lemonparty.com, guys. No. If you listened long enough to hear that and, and haven't gone there yet, don't don't go to lemonparty.com. Uh, I feel like it's safer to mention all the like horrifying websites that used to exist, like in the early days of the internet. Like oh yeah, cheese dot com and yeah. Oh, what was the other one that was like where faces of death online? Because mm. it wasn't steak and cheese; it was pre steak and cheese, and steak and cheese was inspired by them. Okay, fuck. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. I am old and also weird. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think that was the first place that I saw, like, street pizza. Like, for real street pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. This is getting my weird-ass brain nostalgic for uh, the the now-dead subreddit Watch People Die. Yeah. It was mostly just a series of live leak videos. Yeah. I am happy that I didn't go to that. As much as I love fictitious violence, I don't really care for the real stuff. Um, it depends on what it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It depends on what it is. I never sought it it out, but, like, some of that shit is interesting. I mean, well, when watch... Like, I don't... I never subbed to watch people die. It was one of those things that, like... You come across in some random ask Reddit thread or somebody links to something like on that Reddit, that subreddit. And it's like, okay, I, I'm going for it. I'm doing the thing. Okay. I did the thing. No, I, I, there were a few times that, you know, when that sub was still active, I would click a link and then usually back out before I saw the end. Oh, well, I I don't I never backed out. Um, yeah, well, and some it, of them are actually. I'm fully aware of, you know, what happens to a human body when it gets hit by a car at 90 miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I will say this: like, there have been subreddits that like, it's like, man, you have just pointed out a video that like. I don't know, maybe should be shown in more like industrial safety training. Like actually the, the, that is a like it's <laughs> like the uh, one with like the Russian guy getting wrapped around a lathe. Yeah, I remember that one. <sighs> yep. Uh and it's like, yeah, honestly, if you're going to work near a lathe, you should be required to watch this video so you have the fear of God in you when every time you go to that fucking machine. You should never, ever be complacent around a lathe. Oh, uh, what, what what is it that you always end up saying? Um, shut down, tag out, lock out, tag out. There we go. Like yes. yeah, any anytime you are going to do oh, that's another hint. Anytime you're going to do any work on any machine that could potentially hurt, kill you, 
Um, <laughs> Make sure it's fucking unplugged. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's essentially what a lockout tagout yeah. is. Is like it's it's de-energized and it's locked in such a way that like you cannot, you should not be able to op- to re-energize it while the lockout tagout is in place. And if it is the kind of machine that like you can re-energize, like hopefully the whoever the fuck is trying to do that sees the giant lockout tagout like do not turn this on like there's usually a fucking sign attached and shit like but we're losing money without it being on okay you literally have a dude in the oven who's trying to repair the oven and if you turn the oven on while he's inside he's gonna get cooked and it's gonna make you lose even more money like, yeah, if you want to hear more about, like, near misses of this kind of shit, uh, listen to our friends, Roz and Liam and Alice, who maybe we'll get to talk to someday. Uh, some I, re- I really want to get Alice on an episode of Cedar Screw it, at least. Oh, that would be awesome. Um, like, like but, yeah. doing an episode of this with Alice, I think, would be more challenging than it's worth. Yeah, unless I actually, like, travel to Scotland, then that's then, it. Yeah. That's it. Like, it's like the one time I ever bring alcohol in the other direction. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I would do that, but I, I don't have any current plans to go to the UK, so. Check out our friends at Well, There's Your Problem. They- but they have a they have a um, a segment on their podcast generally, although they fucking skipped it for this S- last, like, three-hour episode. <laughs> yeah, Safety Third. Uh, there are many times in Safety Third where it's like I, I could seriously just sit here and yell at a wall like lockout tag out over and over. But yeah, if you work in like, or if you really want to freak yourself out, watch some uh, OSHA safety videos because those can be well, they're all animations, so you're not seeing like actual people die, but like they can be pretty hardcore, and they should again also put the fear of God in you. Is it a Simpsons episode I'm thinking of? I think it is. Where, like, maybe Homer had to go to driver safety and, uh, hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might have seen me in such safety videos such as blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But here is Streets of Blood. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, it probably was Homer. Yeah. Probably. Um, all right. So we've had beer talk. We've had sex talk. Have we had any pop culture talk? Oh, yeah, I talked about the uh, Insemination movie. <laughs> That's how we ended up in some weird fucking corners of things. Um, and let us never speak of this again. Um, Until the next Insemination movie. <laughs> oh, good God. Um, oh, come on. It's such a weird fucking subgenre, similar to, like, like melt movies mm. that, like, you know... Maybe there's only a dozen examples of them, but every once in a while, somebody comes out with them. And that is certainly their prerogative. Yeah. Still, there was a better, like, example of, you know, 1980s excess not give a shit that I've watched recently. And this is why I need to fucking make my fucking app. So I can not have to remember. Yes. Yes. Uh, If you're one of our listeners and you know how to develop an app, I've got an app idea. 
email us at newenglandbeerreviews at gmail.com. I promise he does not have a tattoo in his forehead that says, do not develop my app. Would you like to develop my app? That is a terrible Kiwi accent. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, because that was fucking, uh, it was Taika. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Uh, hey, if you like Taika YTT, you should check out uh, Free Guy. This flag means death. Oh, we still need to watch more than just the first episode. Yeah, we've only seen the first episode. Uh, I mean, it looks funny. I've only seen the first episode. I will say this, that Reese Darby is not that great at doing an English accent. I love mean, you, Reese Darby, but... I, I kind of love him trying to do an English accent. Yeah, it's because, like Craig Ferguson oh. trying to do... Well, Craig Ferguson's better at an English accent than Reese Darby is, but like Craig Ferguson... It's like, it's more like Craig Ferguson trying to do an American accent, yes. but like better. Yes. Um, and hey, we haven't even released Theater Screw it yet, but our bonus episodes are most likely going to be a watch-through of... Red Dwarf. No, that's not going to be bonus episodes. If we're going to, we're going if we take off, we're going to. We should just start a whole second series. I am down with that as well. That's a better idea. That's a better idea. All right. And on that bombshell, see terrible British accent, especially where I am now. But uh, uh huh. Yeah. Um. We've been Emily Ship alongside me, T.J. Davis. We've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out wherever you check us out. Podcasts and social medias. And we're like somewhat active in places. We cry, uh, man. Um, You can also give us money. I don't know if you've heard that before. But like at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. You can give us money. Uh, first person to give us at least two bucks a month. You, you'll, you'll be a guest in the show and get like a box of beer. So, you come can, see you, us on Patreon. Bring money. Bring money. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you could literally be a dick and give us two bucks, and we'll give you, like, $35 worth of beer, and you can be on an episode. Especially if you're dick butt, because, like, that would rule. Oh, man. I would love to have dick butt on here. I don't know, man. I feel like hearing dick butt's voice would actually kind of ruin it for me, though. Oh, uh, you see, for me, I always imagine that Dick Buck Jer- sounds like Jared Kushner. And since Jared Kushner sounds like Gilbert Gottfried, then I guess Dick Buck sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. All right, I'll buy that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not even going to try and do, like, a Gilbert Gottfried right now. Hi-ho, Our- Roadhouse! Away! <laughs> see, I think you... You would probably do a better Gilbert Godfrey than I would. Oh, I bet I would. His voice is fairly high. Yeah. For me, it would be... Uh, no, that's no, already you, terrible. No, it's not right. Yeah. Hi-ho, Roadhouse! Oh, wait! No, that's still bad. Better, it's but... Better, I, but still bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, especially if you stuck through past the fucking X-rated segment. We thank you even more for joining us. Um, My dad was like, click, click, stop it, stop it. How do I stop it? <laughs> Why is T... Well, actually, no. If your dad stuck through last time with me talking about my penis and it's not working, then kudos for sticking around after that last one, Bruce. We always I appreciate mean, to have you. Actually, no. Fuck it. 
Bruce is our only Patreon subscriber. Shout out to our Patreon subscriber, Bruce. We appreciate you, man. I love you. dick we will never, ever, ever think about. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. But like... No, shut up. I don't want... Nope, nope, never. Nope, nope. You can... You you keep all whatever the fuck you were going to say to yourself. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you.